long overdue episode for my people most especially for kim kim my og patron patron <laughs> patron on patreon kim you're the best want to give you I a can. shout out she's the best not only for that but also because she like sends me things and comments on episodes she's like really like on my team do you make me happy kim i consider you a friend <laughs> um so yeah kim uh, asked that we do a My Strange Addiction episode. When I did kind of a poll on Patreon, she is the one that responded to me. So we're doing what she picked, guys. That's what's happening. Thank um, you, Kim, for yeah, um, you, Kim. recommending because this episode made me laugh <laughs> real fucking hard. I had an amazing time watching this. It's... It was worth the, the $2 that I paid for. Oh, it. you it was, had to buy it. Yeah. It was well worth it, though. You'll watch well it worth it. Believe me. You'll, like, for six months Oh, for now, sure. Tomorrow like... I'm getting high yeah. as fuck and watching it again. It's just so... It is. It's fascinating and, and really interesting, and I feel like there's so much that we don't know about both of these people, um, and I would love to know more. But uh, we're talking about season three, um, episode six, I believe, of inter Intervention, <laughs> of My Strange Addiction, which is a TLC show. If you are in America, you can access it possibly through the TLC. No, you can't get most of the episodes through the TLC site. However, everything TLC has moved over to Discovery+. Plus. So you can watch it on there. Even if you just want to do the free seven-day trial, you could totally binge like every episode of My Strange Addiction. There's only, I think there's only four seasons and each episode is 20 minutes. So, and then just cancel the trial and watch it all for free. I'm really hoping Discovery Plus comes to Canada soon because... Um, yeah, I would think it would because it carries all these like mainstream networks. Well, you... because I, the, the thing is like, I really want to watch 90 Day Fiance and... It's mm -hmm. such an overwhelming show because there's so yeah, there's much of it to watch. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, and Discovery Plus has the, like, they call them, like, the 90-day journeys. So it's, like, Crick. the most important or, like, the most sure. funny parts or whatever in, like, an hour segment or whatever of oh. each couple to just get, like, the gist of what happened with them to catch mm -hmm. up. And, um. I really, really, really want to watch those. So Discovery Plus, if you're listening, Hook a bitch please up. come to Canada. Like when Disney Plus first started, they were in Canada like a week later. So yeah, guys, come on. Discovery, Discovery Plus, Plus, get on that We want to promote you. You're a good app. I use you. I will app. I will use you for podcasts all the I time. Use so use you, baby. Come on. <laughs> okay, I don't know what's happening to me. Um. All right. Nice. Cheers. Cheers. I just cracked open my wine. I was going to do a little ASMR here. Ready? I love that noise. <laughs> is this Costco cocktails or is this, and what do we learn? Like, this come is on. Just <laughs> hanging out in Sarah's closet. <laughs> you need, do you have a white claw? I have. Okay. So 
today. Mm-hmm. I was the most excited because I went to the bottle shop. And, Ooh, um, merch coming soon. Bottle and, shop merch coming soon. And normally I get um, the 12 pack of White Claw with like the variety flavors. Mm-hmm. So I was about to get one of those. And then today at my liquor store, they had six pack of White Claws, but the six packs were all like just one flavor so i got a six pack of the black cherry which is my favorite so i got see now you get what you want i drank one um i recorded um did i make that up earlier with nick kachanoff and colin drucker so you guys better listen to that and um and i had one then and now i'm drinking my second and i'm also drinking pinot grigio because (gasps) but you know reach out so I'm drinking that what you heard me pouring was uh uh French rose. Le vieille ferme. <gasps> I think it means the stubborn chicken. I don't know. I'll find out. Okay. So today we are talking about this episode. This episode is about two young women, mm-hmm. Shannon and Lacey, who have very, very different methods of dealing with their distress so Mm -hmm. we are going to start out with shannon who gosh i just have so much to say um so we're just going to do one one gal at a time and we're starting off with shannon um shannon is addicted to drinking gasoline Mm -hmm. and yeah i mean i didn't think it was possible to do that either but she does um, we, we start in on her in Welland, Ontario. How close is that to you, Justine? Is that where she's from? That's what it says. I miss that. Yeah. She's from Welland. She's from Welland. She has Girl, like that's like 30 minutes away from me. Not then even. You can go find out if she's doing better. I need an I update, m- girl. I miss that, that she was Canadian gal. I know. Recently. Where's I was- the other girl from? uh washington dc okay i was recently watching an intervention an old episode but i had forgotten that that it took place in san jose california specifically right next to san jose state where i went where i graduated from and so they'd she this woman was like panhandling and i'm like oh that's the freeway exit i used to take every day to park in the 10th street garage i wonder if i passed her (laughs) because that was like at the same time it's super weird uh anyway not the point of the episode but you know, it's all about me, you guys. Oh, um, and also, uh, I just want to say before I keep going, I have plenty of clips. I also want to shout out Julie from Resting Bitch Face, Bitch Face Pod, who I just did a guest spot with and who is coming back on my show to do another intervention episode. Julie, Julie gave me the best nickname ever. She dubbed me the Clip Queen, which makes me mm-hmm. really happy because I didn't name myself that also i used to be like insecure about playing all these clips and now i'm just like clips 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 that's my jam <laughs> so i'm i'm gonna definitely make clip clip queen merch eventually honestly i feel like you shouldn't ever be insecure about what you choose to put out because in my opinion podcasts are a form of like self-expression yeah and um that's true. you know like i like to get drunk and just rant about everything and that's my form of self-expression and like you know you like your clips and that's your thing I like to and create a story 
exactly so and, it's and like even with the music at the end and it's fun for me it's, so thank it's you. your your thing your your it's form of thing. self-expression so like and it's okay if people don't like it exactly if someone likes it they're gonna listen to it if and they don't they of, don't have to I listen have some so really true blue fans i have some great fans slash friends out there um so thank you justine okay so see see that now it's recorded that you are a good friend and you do know what to say last yesterday i was talking to justine and i was just like down i had been down and and i was like justine you're such a good friend like thank you for saying the thing i was not drunk i was just being sincere it's like thank you so much for being you know there for me all the time i can't remember the last time i had a friend like that that where it was such a true friendship that it was not one-sided that i wasn't just always there for that person it's so not one-sided with you and you were like oh my god really like i'm i i don't i feel like i never know what to say well here you go here's an example of how you definitely know what to say so i just say the truth though well a lot of people don't like i don't, I don't aren't even aware i'm of the not truth. i'm not trying to like you know be up your ass or like sugarcoat it i just say how i feel so but a lot of people don't know how to tell the truth well or what how to frame the truth appropriately <laughs> oh, my biggest pet peeve in life is people who are assholes and then they're yeah. like well i just well, speak what's on my truth. mind yeah, exactly and it's like no and you no, don't no, do no. that there's no. a complete difference from being an asshole and speaking what's on your mind yeah there, there completely is but um no it's it's honestly the 100 percent truth like there are so many podcasts out there so many different um you know topics True. and different formats of podcasts and stuff and and so um, many to love i love so people, many people like what types. they like so i love in my opinion of types of podcasts in my opinion i'm talking to you but i'm also talking to everybody listening to this right now that has a podcast or is thinking of starting one or do it you know anything just do it it's so, it's so in fun. my opinion just do what you Nike. love to Swoosh, do just do it and this sounds so fucking lame do and cheesy but it's the truth do. Like, literally, just go out there and put out whatever you love to do because you're not going to put your heart and soul into it unless you love what you're doing. And like, like I was saying, like, whoever loves it will listen to it. And that's all you can hope for, right? Like, yeah, you don't want to try to change yourself and make people try to like your podcast because then it's not authentic and no and it it's won't cringy. come across that way so it comes if across you, as cringy if you love doing your clips and whatever don't ever fucking apologize for that or whatever because you are the motherfucking clip queen thank and, you um your podcast is fucking awesome and thank me you. me listening to your podcast and loving your podcast is the reason why me and you are even friends i so know remember that bitch and on that note <laughs> and on that note whoa whoa <laughs> just want to play a song and on that note um everybody There's a blue spiky hair motherfucker well, on my screen you said right do now. what you want to do and so oh. I, ha I had to play this song from descendants three okay you're talking to a god, and I don't want to hear the trauma. Kind of see my pain. Oh, I guess that's why you ran. Try being married to your mama. You think it's been a dad. Poor Molly, are you sad? Not as sad as you without your powers. I didn't come to fight, but once do something right. I steal souls. Were you expecting 
sorry that's hades and he was married to maleficent no yeah and uh or no he was married to yeah maleficent and she's maleficent's daughter she's their daughter in this universe don't worry about it i've never seen the descendants they're kind of fun i kind of like i've i've heard really good things and i i like dis i like disney for the most so well it's on disney plus so if you're ever interested um okay and let's get into shannon with the shannon gasoline addiction shannon um so many questions and thoughts about this it's unbelievable so so everybody shannon is 20 years old um from what we can tell a baby a motherfucking baby yeah and she already lives on her own like it's pretty wild she lives alone she has her own apartment i mean my assumption is that she gets help from her family, but I don't know that. It's not stated. We never, f- it doesn't seem like she has a job. So probably, maybe she's in school. I don't know. But she just doesn't establish what she does. Um, but I, as I said, she's from Welland in Ontario. And she's, excuse me. God, I burped too much. She's been addicted to drinking gasoline for a year. Um, and she drinks about 12 teaspoons a day, which means that over the course of a year, she's had at least five gallons of gasoline put into and gone through her body. Um, she has, she talks a lot of, we, we learn up, up front about her morning ritual, um, of going into the bathroom and, uh, pulling out the gas can because that's like how she likes to drink it. She literally keeps gas cans under her fucking bathroom sink. Yeah, in her washroom. What does she calls it? Yeah, and she—that's how she likes to drink. She likes like to drink that's where them. I keep my skincare routine. I thought it's like under it my a, sink like that. I thought it was a, a fucking, laundry room until she said washroom, and I was like, wow, girl, a fucking gas can. Yeah, uh, several. And so she'll fill it up. And when she goes to fill it up, like she'll lick her hand and lick the cap. And then when she is that she's not like nasty about it, but like she's subtle, I guess. But when she has like how you lick your fingers after you eat like Doritos or something. Like that's how she. Yeah. The nacho cheese like lick, except it's gasoline. So she. uh, And she also does shots of it. She does little shots. She has several ways of eating it. She pours it into like a fucking shot glass well, and just like takes a shot of it like it's nothing. That glass? No, that glass she was put. That was the glass she was dipping newspaper in. Did, did you not see that? Oh, we'll talk. We'll get to the newspaper. Okay. That was another. Well, oh. yeah. She, yeah, I guess she'll. She, her favorite thing is to get up in the morning and take the gas can, which as you know a gas can it doesn't all flood out at once it's like the gas pump where it's like tick, 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 so that it'll flow out evenly and so i'm assuming she has that apparatus on so when she drinks from it she feels it come down and it drips 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 so i think they're assuming that that's about a teaspoon every time she does that 12 a day i think it's more it looks like it's more but mm-hmm. who am i to 12 teaspoons is four tablespoons it's not it's nothing okay so that's like a quarter of a cup i have a million fucking questions about this and no amount of questions i have could ever fulfill my soul about what i'm thinking especially because it's not 
fiction. It's nonfiction. But how do you think it makes her feel? Like, I, I know I'm skipping ahead because in the intervention... No, I have a, I have a theory. She says it, like, makes her feel numb, but, like, how would, how would you feel like... Like, what what do you think it would make you feel like? Do, like, does it make you feel, like, drunk, do you think? Or, like, high? Like, I think... do you think that she gets some sort of high from that i've never i've done a lot of fucked up shit in my life never drinking gas so i don't know so what i think is um so i'm gonna play this clip about her first exposure to liking the smell of gasoline was exhaust from her mother's car which she would sit and smell now that will get you high that's how people kill themselves because that's carbon monoxide coming out right She's in an open space. She doesn't die, thank God. But liking the smell. Like, no, I'm not done. I, I, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I get it. It's had nothing to do. No, I was going to say, it. I just know tons of people who it's love nothing, the smell of no, gas. I agree. It's not, but yeah. here's what I think. I think in, in, in that moment when she was struggling with her parents, you know, fighting and then eventually splitting up, the smell of gas and probably the effect of the gas served as a comfort, Right. And it became, this is actually something that happens. People become so um, attached to something or so dependent on something. Like there was one woman that was the smell of air spray. She ended up eating it because there's this weird part of your brain that goes, well, I want to be as close, get that thing in me, on me in as, in as many ways as possible. It's kind of like drugs. You know, a heroin addict might do heroin four different ways and have their favorite. Her favorite now is to drink it. I think she tried drinking experimentally and also a little self-destructively. I believe that she's extremely depressed and that it doesn't make her high. I think it's a little bit like playing Russian roulette and that's the high. Oh, I can see that. And I think it's like, it's like a way of self-harming like self-harming like if you cut yourself you get like a mild high i think the burning and the pain you know when you're in pain and then you're like ah and then it stops you kind of get like a like a blood rush i think it's all that and i think i think ultimately she's she doesn't want to want to die so she's not like suicidal but she's a she she does self-harm and this is her means of self-harming that's what i think because even like the look on her face through the this whole she's episode so flat. flat she has no soul she's flat well she's has a flat affect yeah she's she yeah not that she's just evil, like, but just I like her. yeah just dead, like dead in dead the eyes. face yeah. like i think yeah. she's deeply depressed and perhaps it's the only way she can feel something which is another reason that people self-harm sometimes is to feel to to put a symptom to their pain put a put a physical aspect to their pain like I'm so depressed. If I yeah. cut myself, at least they'll be, I'll see blood. At least there'll be stitches. There'll be proof that I'm hurting like this inside. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of different reasons that one might do this, but I don't know. I do not think that it makes her high. I think it makes her feel really, really sick. Oh, I just. But maybe surviving it makes her safe, feel safe. I've I drank know. in a Russian, lot of Russian like roulette, man. different types of alcohol and I've gotten like really fucked up, but I cannot imagine drinking gas. Like, well, and it's burning you. It's not just the taste. It's burning you. You know, it's like, that would be like drinking, you know, 
just the thought of it makes me like taste it in my mouth. You know yeah, what I mean? It's I like, totally, yeah. I, I totally hear you. Um, on that and note, I have to, and I have to get gas soon too. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to go to the gas station because I'm just going to be thinking about this. Just wear gloves. <laughs> no, you got to move to Oregon. It's so that everybody pumps their your gas for you. You know? No, I live um right near the like reserve. Oh, so um, so uh, you know. I think about, I feel like I'm in twilight all the time when I go over there. Uh, And, um, and they, they, like, I go on the reserve to get gas and they pump it. Nice. Okay. But still, I'm still going to, like, think about it. Like, well, think about the fact that, spoiler alert, she is very receptive to treatment. Oh, I thought you were going to say that Taylor Lautner is hot because he is. Uh, No. Okay. Anyway, um, Why would that be what I said? <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to play a clip. This is a clip where we will hear Shannon talking about her childhood and, and where this started. And then we will hear a couple comments from sister and mom at the end. And uh, here we go. Night. I've really always loved the smell of gasoline. I remember when I was younger, I uh, used to sit behind my mom's car and just breathe in the exhaust fumes. Eventually, I'm like, huh, this smells good. It should taste good, right? The first time I drank gas, it was not good. It burned, really bad pain, like twice as bad. But I was really upset and alone, and I've always really been sort of depressed since my parents' separation when I was seven, and it sort of was an escape, and now it does make me feel normal. I get really dizzy. I have really sharp chest pains. I have pains in my stomach, in my intestines. My biggest fear is that she could die. I couldn't imagine life without her. (laughs) I'm just at my wit's end. I will do anything she needs for her to stop drinking gasoline. I know this is not safe. I know it's going to kill me, and I still can't stop. It's scary. Okay, Justine, you're totally right. I just saw the shot glass. I totally missed that before. I don't know how. It was a legit shot glass. I thought she, I thought you were talking about the glass that she filled and dipped newspaper in, which, by the way, is also how she consumes gasoline. Yeah, um, but it was a it was a legit shot glass. It didn't show her show shooting it back. But what else is she gonna do? Sip it? It's a shot glass. Yeah. What else do you do with a shot? I'm not glass? judging her. I'm just well. I mean, I'm not. I'm judging the behavior. Um, I'm kind of judging her. I'm judging the behavior because it's very. Weird. It's very. <laughs> Well, it's up, it's upsetting and it's not okay. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, you do you, girl. Like, it's a really dangerous behavior. Um, but I'm not, like, talking shit like she's some piece of crap. You know, like, she deserves to get better. Okay, so do you want, do you want to talk about her dipping? Um, you, you go the... for it. You want to tell, tell her, what does she call them? Do you remember? No. But... Newspaper sandwiches. Is that what she called it? So she basically rips off like teeny little piece, not not tiny. I would say like I don't know, like a little strip of newspaper. A couple strips, yeah. She layers them. She like stacks them 
up. And yeah, she, and she dips them in gasoline and just eats it. Like, she swallows it whole. It's like if you tore off a little bit of pancake and dipped it in maple syrup. That's how she eats. Yeah. Newspaper yeah. and gas. Ugh. So sickening. I, can't, um, I don't know how you wouldn't throw up constantly because she never says anything about throwing up. And I'm like, is she, she must eat, right? Because she's alive. So, but what does she eat? I mean, she, don't you think she'd throw everything up? I, I just can't believe. Mm, well, it's like drinkers, I would assume, right? Like you throw I mean, up all the time, but like it doesn't guess, stop you from drinking. Right. But it, in the sense of poison, being poisoned. You know, that's not the same. I guess alcohol is poison, right? But, uh, what, but uh, it just, it's crazy. No, I mean, <laughs> it can be poison. Whatever, I'm drinking right now. I know. Me and you drink every fucking night we record. So. Yeah. It's um, like, hey, every night we record, yes, but not every okay, night. Okay, <laughs> so I'm assuming that this girl, she's only 20. Okay, so yeah, she, if she lives in Canada, she's of legal drinking age because... And can't yeah, can drink at 19. Apparently she just didn't choose to go that way. But I'm assuming completely off topic a little bit, but I'm okay. assuming that this girl can drink though. Like I oh. feel like if this girl did like a shot of whiskey, it would be nothing to her. And what like, it, not trying to make light out of it, but no, she'd but be at I the bar if... and someone like hands her a shot of Jack Daniels because in the Jersey Shore episode I just did, someone brought uh -huh. Snooki and Dina a shot of Jack Daniels, and we were all saying that, like, that's a little hardcore to bring, like, girls yeah. a shot of Jack shot? Daniels, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, but um, but this girl would be like, oh, that's nothing, you know? I drink gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jack and, Daniels, and I, I drink that's gasoline, part, That's bitch. part of the attitude of, like, fuck it, I don't care about my life, you know? Excuse me, just swallow it down, all of it. I also have a question. Okay. If she smoked, like, a cigarette, for example. Would she so light say she did, on like, fire? Like, I know her, like, she wouldn't, like, blow up. Like, she was, like, in the Terminator or anything. But, like, what would, like, would she, like, just die instantly? Like, what would happen if she were to, like, smoke a cigarette after? Well... I don't know internally that the smoke would really react with the gasoline because the gasoline is not in her lungs. We know that the gasoline, if it goes into her lungs, she will die instantly. Right. Um, so I think it's more of the fire hazard. So if she had it on her lips or her hands, then I think she'd get severely burned. That's my guess. Or if she just lit a match, you know, to light the cigarette, she could get burned. Well, yeah. I remember one time I was at the gas station with my friend and um, my friend is like a hardcore chain smoker and she had just filled up her car and we were going to work and she wanted to smoke a cigarette mm -hmm. and she had spilled a little bit of gas on her hand when she was uh, filling her tank up yeah. and she was like, um, she was like staring at me. She's like, I'm terrified to light a cigarette right now. Like what if yeah. like, my whole body just like lights on fire and I'm like you're fine and then well, no, she did I mean. it and she was fine yeah. but like i don't know i feel like if you drank gas and then <laughs> you no put idea. that's a good for question me, like I'll, I'll do a shot and then i'll light a cigarette after but like what if, if you, you if you do a shot yeah. of gas and then you your mouth is full of it yeah would you like be I, a fire breather i don't know i have so many questions i, I 
I really hope that this girl doesn't smoke on top. It seems possible. And then, like, what if you burped up gasoline? Would that be, like, a flammable burp? Uh, What do you think she smells like, though? Gasoline. you You know, like, alcoholics, like... Her mom said she smells it on her breath. That's not how... That's how she believed it was true. She was like, I... I didn't really believe it was true until I smelled it on her breath and then there was no denying it. It's like, it's probably all over her. She sweats it out. Because you know how like with alcohol, it's a different type of smell Mm -hmm. that comes off of someone's breath or out of their skin than like what you smell out of the bottle. Yeah. I wonder if gasoline has like some other like rank ass Maybe she just smells like shit all the time. Maybe she smells like uh, like pee. You know, like how yeah. you know how when like cigarette smoke lingers in fabric, it can smell like pee. Maybe mm-hmm. it's like that, just like decompos- decomposed crude oil. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, before I throw up, um, <laughs> there's a scene where uh, Shannon asks her friend Deanna to come over. Because Deanna does not know about the gasoline drinking. She does know um, that Shannon eats newspaper, but she doesn't know that she soaks it in gas and she doesn't know anything about the gas. So mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't pull this clip just because it's exactly what you would expect to happen. Like, it's not really I don't want to say it's not interesting. It's just not we can talk about it. We don't you don't need the audio to add anything to it. Um her friend is just like so mind blown. And her friend's and like, upset. I literally she's... don't even know how to like and take she, this. And she can, she's crying, she's shocked, and then she's crying, and then she's listening to her friend describe it. And she just has this look of like, it's not disgust or judgment, it's like shock. Yeah, disbelief. Like, this can't yeah. be what this can't be what you're telling me, you know? Almost By as the way, she... Shannon, the gasoline girl. In this scene, I noticed, doesn't she look, she's only 20. Yeah. She looks like our age. She looks older. Or older. She's drinking gas and she's so depressed. This girl looks And you know she does not moisturize. She doesn't take care of herself. If she's drinking gasoline, she's not moisturizing. You know what I mean? And she's super unhappy. Like, it's sad. I hate to see that. But it's kind of how, like, the president ages, you know, like, the stress... (laughs) (laughs) uh anyway i mean um, i partied as as hard as the next person when i was 20 years old like i went hard and it's not partying it's so sad it's not but i wasn't i wasn't like i don't know got drinking gasoline Ooh. and that's what i mean that's not a party that's a that's a cry for help or the whole thing is just so dark possibly an attempt to to end your life slowly i don't know i think i think russian roulette is still the best thing i can say about it Mm -hmm. um and i kind of get that like not that i've ever felt that way but i can understand being able to play that game knowing that it didn't kill you the first time i mean my goal was never to die has never been to die but I know that with bulimia, I took more and more chances because I was like, well, I know this should do this, but it's not, you know? So whatever your vice and whatever the reason, you start becoming bold. You start believing just through natural behavioral consequences that it's actually okay that you're doing it. 
And honestly, that's-, that's so that's so true because it's even the same thing as like smoking cigarettes, right? Sure, like, yeah. Um, like you know, you smoke a couple with your friends when you're super young, and you're like, "I'm invisible, nothing's gonna happen," and then you mm-hmm. keep smoking them, and then you wake up one day and you're in a hospital bed, and mm. whew, it's okay, no, it's the same do, thing though, yeah. right? Yes, it's like uh, yeah. Or, or, or drinking or alcohol. alcohol, like <laughs> you, say. any, you know. Oh, I'll just do, it's I, like a Demi have, Lovato thing, where it's like, I'll just I have, be Cali's, I have vices Cali's for sober. days, guys, like. Oh, we all do. It's just, I think ours are, ours are, vices. everybody does. The whole reason this show exists is everybody has vices, but these are just not mainstream vices. These are like odd, odd detours of the brain. They're strange. <laughs> They're strange, but they aren't. But the causes aren't really that different than the cause of any virus, you know, and they really don't get into the cause for either of them, except the divorce. That's all we hear for anyone's history. So I don't know if it's. Yeah, all... she vaguely says that when she was seven years seven. old, her parents separated or slash divorced. Right. And that and then ever since then, she's been depressed. Been depressed. And that's like, all we kind of get. She may have already been depressed. I mean, chemically she might just be depressed like it might not be because of the divorce that might have made it worse but who knows like or there was more or there's not you know some people are born with a chemical imbalance Mm -hmm. that's just a fact i've heard people say that they've like gone to therapy before Mm -hmm. and the therapist has been like asking them over and over again like you know like people who are have addictions for example like Mm -hmm. drug addicts or alcoholics and they go they go to like rehab or therapy and they're sitting in like intense therapy and the therapist is asking them over and over and over like what happened to you as a child and and they they actually never were molested or nothing yeah insane like that ever happened to them so they end up like making up stories just to get the therapist to like shut up because like they actually had a great life and they can't like explain why they are a certain way you know like well you have to have an excuse otherwise you're just a loser it's like no i mean it's like no some people are just how they are it's not necessary for addiction it happens it's common um you know addiction probably wouldn't be what it is today without trauma but it's the same as trauma is not necessary for an eating disorder trauma is not necessary for alcoholism you know there's a lot of different there's so many different moving parts to everything Mm-hmm. um but yeah it's, it's it's like anything right like the human um the human brain and the human body is so fucking complex right like that's why every single person is so different and every single person like looks so different and thinks so different not even just every single person so, different, so but like even ourselves from moment to moment things are differ you know or for yeah year to year we are so versatile and we want to paint the world as this black and white place or I don't, but like society does in general. Yeah. yeah and that yeah. is not functional. And yet we just keep trying to shove that square peg into a hole. Donald Trump. Anyway, um, <laughs> among others. Uh, so yes. So basically she and Deanna talk and at the end, she's just like, Deanna's like, don't you want to stop? And she's like, yeah, I just don't know if I can. So, and then uh, right after that, as as her family 
holding kind of an intervention for her, which I have a clip of, but if there's anything you want to talk about before we play that clip, go for it. Nope, play the clip. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I, I do after the clip. After. No, I understand. I understood. <laughs> I don't care. I'm just kidding. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like one of my kids. I don't care anymore. I don't want to do it. Okay, well, we brought you here tonight because we want to talk to you about your gasoline issues that you're having, and mm-hmm. we want you to get help. Okay. Because we love you, Shannon. I know. Can I ask you one question? What? I just want to know why. Why, why are you doing this? How does it make you feel? I feel numb and I just don't feel any pain. I know it hurts me, but yet I keep doing it because I'm addicted to it. Have you ever read up on it, on what it can do to you? Have you ever looked into it? No, I don't want to know. But you know why you need to know? Your body, you can't digest gas. It attacks your organs, your liver. And the worst part is if it gets into your lungs. If it gets into your lungs, you're dead. Do you want that, Shannon? No. With you doing something like this so extreme, damaging your body, I don't understand. I don't... When you're harming yourself, it makes me feel that it's my fault. And you doing this to yourself is killing me. I can't even describe how much I love you, Shannon. And I don't know. I just don't want to see you go from gasoline. Why do you I wrote a letter for you. Dear Shannon, first off, I want to tell you how much I love you. You're not only my little sister, but my best friend and my partner in crime. I'm here today to tell you to get help with your gasoline addiction. This addiction is killing you. By consuming this gasoline, it's literally burning away at your insides. You're an amazing friend, sister, daughter, aunt, and overall amazing person. I truly believe you can do this, Shan. Always remember that we're here for you and we love you unconditionally. With that being said, will you please get help? Yeah. I love you. I love you too. I love how the sister pulls out the note, like intervention style. Like you're on the wrong show, bitch. I know, but this is an intervention. But good. Um, I know, but still. um, I know, I know. It it is like, wait, what are we watching again? Uh, They don't usually do this on my strange addiction. I know, I know. It was really weird. It was like almost a crossover with intervention. If only they had a, you know. One this of the could have been. This should have been on intervention. Honestly, this girl. It sh- honestly, she should have been. Um. By the way, the only thing I have to say about that scene—not the only thing, but um, the first thing, the main thing. The little sister is definitely not mic'd up. I know. I felt bad. I was like, "What is she tiny?" Right. right. Like, I'm like, "Oh no, she doesn't have." I'm like, a they voice. Didn't, I'm like, they just didn't mic up the little yeah, sister. Yeah, there was she's a like, little she's sister. Like, I love you, Shannon. You're my big Hi. sister. It's like she just wasn't mic'd up. Like what? Excuse yeah. me, <laughs> but um, 
but um I mean, it's I mean, all really straightforward, right? This girl is like depressed. She doesn't value her life. She needs serious, serious help. I Not mean, just it's, medical help. You know, it's one thing for like your family member to be like a drug addict or an alcoholic or whatever, right. because like, you know, I'm not saying that that's any easier, but there's like support groups and it's like, it's no exactly. And it's such, you know, there's millions of drug addicts in the world. And you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's relatable. Like, but who do you know who's addicted to gasoline? Like that's well, like a different beast, you know? Exactly. It's like, it, it's like if someone develops a brand new disease and no one else has ever had that disease before, it's much worse than if they had cancer. Mm. At least we know what cancer is, you know? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why COVID's a thing because like, yeah, we don't girl, know girl. what COVID could oh do God, to you. So We are the smartest people on earth. Why doesn't anyone hire us? Okay. Um, I agree with you, Justine, with everything you said. All the things you said, all the things you said, went through my head. Sorry. Ugh, tattoo. Don't even get me started on tattoo. <laughs> um, well, is it good or bad? Maybe I want to get you started. They do a cover of The Smiths. How soon is now? Oh, I feel like we've had this conversation. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, that's right. I knew I, I knew that and I'm pretty sure I knew that because of you. Or um, possibly my gay ex-boyfriend, I don't know. My gay ex-boyfriend. He did love tattoo. He did love tattoo and the Smith. Um, what happened but, after this? Was it the doctor's appointment? Uh, yes it is. The doctor's appointment is direct is right after this. I mean, of course, the show jumps to the other gal, but we're going to do it our own way. Okay. We're doing, yeah. This is just, our show. It's way easier to just do person by person, even with Teen Mom, right? Like Teen oh, Mom yeah. is the same way. They do little scenes with each back and forth, and it's well, it's the most entertaining to watch and the best part to watch it. But to talk about it is it's a different medium, and you need a hell no. format. Yeah, you absolutely yeah. need a different format. You if you, if we were to talk about it that way, it, like, and then no one girl, would even know what the girl, fuck we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, you'd turn so. it off. You'd absolutely turn it off. Okay. Um, so yeah, the last clip that we have for our gal uh, Shannon is her seeing the doctor. Really liked this doctor. Felt like she was very, very concerned without ever being condescending. This part like gave me the heebie-jeebies a little bit. Like made me feel like Ugh. well, finding out what it did to her. Yeah, which is weird because like. I don't get weirded out over like needles or like doctors or anything, but watching someone else go through it is kind of like, you know? Oh, I totally feel you. Like I got to go to the doctor and discover like all these hidden things inside of my body. It is creepy. Um, Before I play this, I was just going to say, oh yeah, just, yeah, that, that I like the doctor and that um, she wasn't condescending at all. Just she had concern without condescension. And I think she really saw it personality wise emotion wise how much shannon was struggling so she handled it well and yeah. as far as we know it it really made an impact so here we go yeah five gallons of gasoline even though she knows her addiction could kill her shannon can't stop her family has begged her to get help finally shannon agreed how much gasoline have you been drinking I'd say one to three ounces a day. That's a lot of gasoline. Any amount is toxic. Just drinking an ounce of gasoline 
can be deadly in and of itself. Are you aware of any of this? Not till now. I was absolutely shocked. It is highly toxic, highly deadly. It's very scary when you see somebody like this. Her next drink could be her last. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you have a few little alterations in your mouth, probably caused by toxic substance. Is your tummy tender? Yeah, that hurts. That's the edge of your liver. Yours is already a little bit enlarged. The doctor uses a needle to test for nerve damage. How's that feel? Mm. You cannot feel that. This is where oh, your nerves nerve. have been affected oh, I see. from the toxicity. This girl has head-to-toe problems. I suspect there's not one system inside of her that is functioning normally. You're destroying your nervous tissue. Your stomach and your intestines are already being affected. Your liver is enlarged. Do you appreciate how deadly it is? After hearing exactly how bad it is for me and that I can already see the effects, it really freaks me out. Shannon, you could die. You could die tomorrow. You have to promise me you're going to stop, and you're going to stop now. I promise. Hearing all the damage that the gasoline is doing to me, it really, it really struck me. I just want to get better, and I want to not drink gasoline anymore. I think it's going to definitely happen. Girl has no soul in her eyes. No conviction. Yeah, it just says Shannon has not consumed gas since seeing a doctor. She plans to start addiction therapy soon. And then at the very end, we do see her like just talking about like, these are the things I think I'm going to do in my life now that I'm not drinking gas and like, which is good. And it, I mean, she better go to therapy or else it's just going to keep happening. I mean, it's easy to access and she lives alone and her parents support her like they didn't get to that part of the intervention i mean not that like i want her to become an alcoholic or anything but like try but like it. why don't you just drink yeah like the rest know. of us because like <laughs> i'm like i'm not it... trying to make a joke or make light of it but you know what i mean like yeah it's i'm abnormal. sure drinking well, a couple of glasses of wine a night is better for you than drinking gasoline that's the whole thing about abnormal psych, though. The brain telling you, like, nah, that won't do it. This will do it. I mean, eventually you can train yourself to do that. And that's why she needs therapy. But this is why this show is so um, wild. Yeah, like wild and also interesting to me because, um, you know, like I, I completely understand addiction. Like I said, like I have an addictive personality. I have mm -hmm. my own vices. I'm the first person to open up about She's addicted that addicted to red hair you yeah, yeah i am you are too you know you have your own vices as well and you're very Obviously. open about them as well and um but you know our vices are like you know i'm not gonna say normal because they're what known. the fuck's normal they're so but you know no, what i mean like you know this show are. is called they're, my they're, strange addiction yeah. for a reason you know what i mean and um well and it is called abnormal psychology so they're psychological psychologically speaking yeah those vices are normal they're we're gonna get into it like most of them on this most of the things on this show like the next one we're about to talk about is like almost laughable you know what i mean but right well it's a totally but then you get issue. like it's an attachment you get like disorder. the dark one like this one like that's it just yeah. like fascinates me so much. Or like I the guess. Chick 
or like the bitch that drinks it's not bitch sorry the chick that drinks blood i still can't watch that episode oh i haven't so seen that one it's so i it's upsetting i can't it really uh upsets me. like like twilight like when bella's like pregnant with the uh, the vampire baby and she's like drinking blood mm-hmm. like that like she like just drinks blood out of a straw like mm-hmm. first it's animal blood but she gets human blood anytime she can by like okay biting. bella swan like relax fighting and sucking on her friends yeah i think it's about something else beyond the blood or does she fucking lick her suck out her tampons too <laughs> i don't know i didn't finish the episode i couldn't i can watch like a little bit at a time and then i have to stop okay sorry i have to unshare my screen here okay let's get into the next girl because okay. guys welcome- we we need a laugh welcome to the totally different side of this and when we say a laugh like I actually like this woman. Like, I don't find anything about her, like, really irritating. It's just the whole thing is kind of absurd. Um, but I can see really where it where You're it way too nice. This is hilarious. Well, I mean, she's... This rolling. girl's definitely an actor. <laughs> no, I could see this happening. No, no. She's either an actor or she really wanted to be on the show. But and this, she was like stretching. There's no way this is real. Come on, I you mean, think this is real? I, I think that I think Shannon gasoline. I think that was real because that girl had like no soul in her eyes. She was drinking the gasoline without even like making a face. Like that I was real. I think it's real. I think it's real. The family's pain we saw was real. This is like no. I do believe that it's real because her her mom's involved and also because i'll get into it but there's a really clear way that this can happen like this is a thing that happens that like people have these transitional objects that they're supposed to grow out of and they never do because it's usually again it's usually because of trauma so in this story the reason it seems fake is because they don't give us any background on her and even when she sees the therapist the therapist doesn't talk ask about why like hey what was going on when you got this doll at four years old she's just like well let's do some she basically does behavioral therapy which is like good because it'll help her but it won't help her to deal with the trauma she's like lola on 600 pound life it'll 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 help her not carry the baby doll head i guess but it's not going to help her with any of the reasons she needs to but yeah people have really interesting compulsions you would be surprised i guess i work in the field so to me it's not surprising it's just kind of like this was just um like silly to me i've seen like adults carrying you know loveys so I've heard of adults like carrying around like their baby blankets and stuff for comfort that I get. But well, I uh, think that I think this to, woman- to smell the top of a doll head because it's not the comfort of maybe it is a little bit the comfort of it, but it's not like, oh, this is my like, I don't know. Oh my okay. God, the first thing beside me, it's not like, oh, this is my um, my notebook that makes me feel good inside. You know, it's like. But- Oh, the smell of the notebook is what gets me. Okay. Like, how is that real? You know what I it's mean? It's not. It's not. It's in her head. The smell is in her head. Absolutely. Um, but the reason that she's so attached to the idea and the smell, I'm thinking, is 
she attached to that doll when she was four something happened when she it was meant to make her feel better as at age four so who knows what happened at age four maybe grandma died i don't know and then she got the doll to make her feel better and imagine she's you know now that's how she learned to cope because her brain doesn't work the way that your my, yours and my brain work she was like okay i got it i got my way of coping for life and never learned how to cope without the doll she very likely could be like on the spectrum you know we'd see women much we see much fewer women that are on the autism spectrum and it doesn't have to be autism but she like she also is unaware socially that this is a thing like she sees that people get upset but she's not self-conscious about it at all um which is another would be another indicator of some sort of developmental disability like she didn't develop past a certain age and she's it's like there's another one with a woman who carries around her pillow from when she was a kid and it's like it's all nasty, but she's like, this is my pillow. I'm never getting rid of it. You know, um, it's not, it's not as rare as you might think. It's much more rare than alcoholism, but, mm -hmm. um, but it is a thing. People getting obsessed with those transitional objects and believing, truly believing that without them, they aren't safe. Like without ever stopping to think about how that doesn't make any sense. I don't know. The human brain okay. is wackadoo, guys. I, that's all I have to tell you. It's so true. Oh my god! Like, but sorry hey, to. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. She could be an actress. I don't even. The, the way I see it is, I'm gonna watch it, so I'm gonna talk about what it might be from either way. So, if she's an actress, I bought it. Good for her. Good Can I get you, like Steve. super dark for one second? Yeah, please. Um, so you know, I was talking to Blair about um the uh josh duggar thing because he he doesn't yeah. like he doesn't like know anything about it oh, and he was just like he's like oh like what's with that freak like blah 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 blah, blah. and like mm -hmm. he's like he's just like i just don't get it like whatever and then i was like yeah new did you hear about like the newest details that came out about it like the pictures um uh, the last thing I've heard besides that he doesn't believe that he should be in jail because he's too famous for jail and he'll get he'll get hurt in there. It's like, yeah, you told good. Me that's that, the yeah. point. Yeah, you told like, me like good. You you don't. Oh, you will deserve to be in solitary confinement. You deserve to be in general population. Get the shit beat out of you because you just need to go fuck yourself. But, I wonder um, if that's why he's out on bail now is because they're concerned about his safety in like just the who gives a fuck? Jail. Put a fucking bullet to his head. I'm not saying I care. I'm saying I'm wondering if that's why because the judge seems so adamant to include evidence even about the molestation when the defense tried to throw that out. Um, so I think the judge is fully aware of how dangerous this person is, but yet he gets a bail that he can afford and he's able to that, be released. I don't know. As far as I'm concerned, that guy can go himself like, oh speaking of kim i mean we had this this is what we were talking about last night texting about like we're both like i'm not for the death penalty but like some people i just fucking i just fucking wish vigilante justice was okay sometimes like or i just can't believe there hasn't been like of all the good people that get fucking killed in this country all the time why are some people alive is all i'm saying but like you you know that's a human instinct especially someone like that I don't have to be a victim of anything myself to know that that man will never, never be a good person and wouldn't want to be. And he will never not hurt children unless he yeah. fucked up. 
That sucks. Yeah. Especially because he has a wife that should also be going to fucking jail because she I agree. knows I agree. Everything. She's um oh she my knows God. everything that he wants what's, and does. What's the name for it? An accomplice? Yeah, an accomplice, not just Ish. an enabler, an accomplice because she helped hide shit. And she knew he was a molester and she had kids with him. And there's no way he didn't touch those kids. There's no fucking if, way. Yeah. If you know somebody's a fucking child molester and you still and you let them give your kid a, bath, a family. Yeah. And you're like, hey, baby, give yep. your kid a bath. There's uh, something wrong with it. you. I don't give a fuck who I'm going to offend right now. Religion yeah. does not stand anything. Religion this is, is an excuse this is what I thank you thank you this is what I constantly say if you're religious that's fine I'm not dissing their religion I'm just saying the misuse the misuse of religion is is a crime it's disgusting yes there's so many awful fucking people in this world there's fucking serial killer serial killers fucking child molesters rapists every fucking thing you can think of and they think that it's okay to do what they do mm-hmm. because they hashtag believe in god god will or hashtag them. go to go to um i don't know why i'm saying hashtag but you know what i'm trying I to love say saying hashtag for no because reason. they because they believe in god or they go to church every sunday like um you know uh Miley Cyrus like has a has a famous quote that I love where she says um, it was like you know right when she did her like bangers phase where she like Mm -hmm. shaved her head and everyone thought she was like this awful person and she sticks her tongue out oh no oh because she wears a thong and she sticks her tongue out she's horrible but she she, she has a really good quote where she says just because I like to party doesn't mean I'm a a bad person just because just because you go to church doesn't make you a good person and i've always loved that because i do too she always says that she even said she was even on like uh you know one of the late night shows uh and she was saying that like it was either jimmy kimmel or jimmy fallon but anyway they were saying like oh how does your dad feel about you like always like being naked and she's like well, I know that obviously, like, my dad doesn't like me being naked, but I'm pretty sure my parents would rather me, like, have my tits out all the time and be a good person than, yeah. like, be fully clothed and, like, be a Christian you know, murderer. this and be, like, a horrible person. And Amen. it's so true because I, I'm I'm drunk and I'm comparing Miley Cyrus to Josh Tucker right now. But, like, look at Miley Cyrus and, like, yeah, Miley she's, a, Cyrus she's, she's fucking crazy and she's out there and she... She might, she might not be for everybody. I totally get that. And I respect that. However, you can't deny that she's done like incredible charity work, incredible work for like, um, homeless teens and like the LGBT, LGBTQ, LGBTQ, thank you, LGBTQ for, for, for the gay community, you know what I mean? And, um, you know what I'm saying? She's just like a I'm great saying, person and she yes. does amazing things just because she likes and then you see someone like Josh Duggar who, who on the outside um, is like slimy and smooth who, and like you know, I love like, my family. I'm a Christian yeah, man and underneath I'm, I'm a great yeah, exactly. I'm a, a great he's fucking a sack Chris. of human trash. Yeah, and then we see all this all these uh we found out that he did whatever with his sisters. I 
I don't really know too much details on that, but um, oh, but you want to know what the detail? I, I love, but the I've worst. been following this recent one a lot, and mm. it just came out that mm. um, mm. the youngest was five. That was like uh, yeah, five was years old. Five, and um, I want to. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just so fucking sick in the head. So, anyways, I know I I'm drunk, but, but I'm gonna get of, worked up, girl. The point <laughs> of my tangent it. is that like. You can't, you can't just think that you're a good person because you're religious. And I'm not, I'm not hating on religion at all. I'm just saying that like, you can't use that as like a defense mechanism. Like, oh, oh, I'm not a bad person because I believe in God. Like God will forgive me. It's like, mm, if God is, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to get into religion, but you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Your I lipstick do. matches my hair and I love it. Wait, I gotta get a screen cap. Hold on. Let me remember how to do this. I did it. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Should we talk about Lacey before we get like too worked out? Wait, hold on. I don't know if that oh, okay, wait, it worked. It worked. I'll send it to you. Oh my god, that's the best picture fucking ever, dude. Hold on, I'm gonna show it to you. Yeah, let's talk about Lacey. Um, while I show you this amazing picture of us. And I do actually, I have a clip to start Lacey out. Um, Perfect. So, I mean, you've heard. We need a clip with this bitch because. I have a lot of clips. You've heard, it's like really simple, but you've oh heard. Oh my God, you have to send this to me because I, will. I love it. Isn't it so it. good? This <laughs> yes. has to be our coast to coast. Like, okay, first of all, we have to make a coast to coast Facebook page and this is going to be our background. My skin matches my, the wall. I'm so pale. I need a fucking spray tan. <laughs> <laughs> you look good. Okay, now I'm going to share the video, the vidya. Um, so basically, um, Lacey, 24, lives in D.C. She, as we, as you've heard or probably deduced, she is, quote unquote, addicted to carrying around, not a doll, but a doll head. My guess is that, like, the rest of the doll just, like, didn't make it. It probably was missing, like, an arm and some toes. And then her mom was, like, going to throw it out. And she probably grabbed the head out of the trash and was like, no, that's my Susie Q. And, like, she's just, like, stuck with it forever. And it's not a Barbie. It's, like. Oh, no, it's a baby doll. An American. Yeah, okay, a baby It's doll. a baby doll. It's a baby it's doll that American you would doll. put. Like, what would you No, it's it? not an American girl doll. It's a, it's a baby doll that you would buy at, like, any toy store that like really basic like the hair is carved into the plastic head um and you know you can take the head off and like you can't put it in water because it fills up with water you know what we're talking about it's something Um, like we all had when we were like little it's a little it's what your parents give you if you're gonna have a younger sibling they're like here practice with this baby yeah Um, (laughs) it's that uh okay 436 is where we are starting Guys, this is hilarious, by the way, in my opinion. Look, it is funny. And I feel like even she can acknowledge that it is funny because of what it is. It's quite harmless. And that's why we can laugh because it's not hurting her. It's hurting her socially. And that's it. So the great thing about this is like there's such an easy way to swap that behavior or train that behavior to decrease. And that's why the therapist goes just goes straight for behavior modification. (laughs) She's like, how about mm-hmm. just a little less, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So here we go. Here is Lacey. I take her everywhere. 
I'm in the kitchen, she's there with me. If I'm driving, she's my passenger. I'll take her out to eat with me. I'm getting my hair done. It looks very creepy. Who walks around with just a head? For 20 years, Lacey has carried a doll head that she's named Susie Q everywhere she goes. It just started as a way to bring up. her comfort as a child. Now she's so dependent on Susie Q, she can't leave home without it. It's pretty old. The eyeballs popping out. The outside is very smooth, so I take it. Less like the doll in Toy Story. Feels so good. Yeah, the one Sid's doll with all the doll head. Lace can't get enough of. It's also the smell. That smells like marshmallows. It's like aromatherapy to me. It's weird. <laughs> Actually, I thought something was wrong with her at first. Because I know I never smelled anything. So, yeah, that was her mom at the very end. I mean, you heard it. That's that's the whole story. She carries this doll with her forever. It was meant to be a comfort item as a child. There is no smell. It's in her head. If anything, it probably smells like her. And that's comforting. So she's, in a weird way, she's comforting herself. It's almost like it's like her imaginary friend. It's like a child who has an imaginary friend. I'm not kidding. Yeah, but, I was wondering that, like, what could it possibly smell like? Nothing. To have, like, nothing in the world carries the same stench forever. Like, no. Even, not, not even, even not, books not smell even differently plastic. from when you start reading them till when this, you finish reading them. You know what and I this mean? Is so. Yeah, and this is constantly in her hand and on her face. It's going to smell like her if anything. So she's probably reacting to her own pheromones and being like, that's calming. <laughs> Plus her brain is just trained to believe this is, this is keeping me safe, even though that's not true. You know, your brain can believe anything it wants. Charlie's yelling at me. Charlie, yeah. what baby? Hold on. Let's see if we can get a meow. Charlie. Hello, my love. Do you hear him? Shadow. He just yawned and meowed at the same time. Come here, baby. Come here. Come here. I'm making you come in here now. There's a Charlie. The Charlie. Just Hi, in. Charlie. Hi, Charlie. He wants to get away. He now. looks like Amanda's cat, Latrice. He's huge. Look how big he is. A big bear. Oh. <laughs> He's like looking. He's like, where am I? He's like tripping out over the lights. Look. <laughs> he is, yeah. Because he's, like, he's not used to them. These, the lights are new. Okay, bye, baby. <laughs> Can you give him a treat, honey? Thanks. I told him he could have one. Cats are so funny because they're always just like, let me do my own thing. They're like, <laughs> they're me, like, fuck off, me, let me do my own me. thing. And then you touch, you touch them, and they're like, exactly. Go away. No, honestly, that's what cats are. Like, they'll come right the fuck up to you, and they won't leave you alone all night until you give them attention. And then the second you give them attention. Yeah. They hate you. So they're men, essentially, right? <laughs> well, my cats right? are men. They're men. My cats are men. You know, they do love snuggles from us. Uh, they don't like being picked up, but like they'll snuggle, cuddle, they sleep on the bed. But I have to say, Kyler gets to pick them up. Kyler gets to have way more snuggles than I do, especially because he's been working from home for the past year. So I'm just like, you know, I adopted you, right? So I feel like I have the appropriate amount of resentment 
amount of resentment for the father of my cat children that I'll just be prepared for motherhood. The father of your I future gave- children. Yeah. I gave birth to you, but you love him better. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, that clip teaches us what's going on. <laughs> um, and it's, it's wackadoo guys. It's not, it's, this is very unusual. I I don't know if she was. Was the next thing her talking to her friend? Yeah. At the nail salon? Shanita. I love. Or Shantia. Okay, this name, I tried to spell it intuitively and I did not. So it's Shantia, S H A W N T I A, I believe. Shantia. And I love Shantia. She's hilarious. Um, And uh, Lacey decides to confess something to Shantia as they're getting their nails done at the nail salon um but I also love the comment that Shantia makes like at the beginning before they even start talking about it so um let's do another clip because I'm the clip queen guys um wrong time frame now this one is 944 944 sound like I'm calling bingo okay here we go I'm gonna share it with you Oh, the goddamn hiccups. Can you mute yourself. Come. Just hold your breath. Why Deep would you breath and hold me? it for like a minute. Why are you mad? Put it back. People all staring at you. But I did bring you here today to talk about it here. There is something that I, I never told you about my addiction. What is that? Okay, so as of lately, during those intimate moments, I kind of have the urge to take a whiff and I'll like look over my shoulder and see if he's looking and I was like Are you serious? Her face. It's just a head. Like what is it? Is it the smell? Like tell me what is it? I don't understand. It's like you light a candle in your house. I'm addicted to the smell. Well, won't you buy the candle that smelled like it? I don't want to say it's a head. That looked ridiculous. You walking uh, around uh, with Guess what? There's no candles that smell like it. What is he saying about this head? I mean, he's basically telling me it's him or the head. I'm not sure what I should do. Like, like do you want to be in a real relationship or a fake one with Susie Q? Okay, but... This- anyway, um, so that's that clip. Oh, wait. Sorry, there's more of it. This is... 20 years, three years. It's not, it don't even talk to you. What do you mean? I talk to her. She has not to talk. She listens well. No, you're insane. You need help. Wrong woman do not smell doll baby heads while they're intimate with their fiance. That's ridiculous. That is just insane. I want to have a life without her, but as of right now, I feel like I still need her. If it's that much of addiction, I think you really need to see some type of help because that's not normal. I do agree with Shantia when she tells me that I sacrifice a lot, but I do not think Shantia understands what I'm going through. I think no one understands what I'm going through. Coming up, Shannon's okay. family. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, full disclosure, like everything's okay, but my dad is in the hospital. So if I look down at my phone, um, it, it's my family texting and I just don't want to miss it. He's okay. Uh, it's we think it was a false alarm but he has heart disease and he has had a bypass and he started feeling some symptoms and just wanted to get it checked out and they're keeping him overnight for observation so yeah but um he should be home 
uh, tomorrow, and I'm going to go down to Gilroy tomorrow to be with them. So, anyway. Okay. You okay? Pray for Sarah's dad, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Thanks, just I'm good. I just have the friggin' hiccups. Well, I have to pee, so shall we pause? Love to pause. Love to motherfucking pause. Okay, here we go, and we'll be back. And we're back! Okay, we are still talking about... Guess who's back? Back again. again. Sarah's back. With her friend. friend. (laughs) (laughs) Justine's back. Justine's back. Justine's back. Justine's back. I created a monster. (laughs) (laughs) You sure have. Okay, so Shanita is like, I can't really understand this. I can't understand how you would choose a doll head over your partner. Um, but yeah, Shani- I loved her friend. I know she's hilarious. In this her scene. face when she's talking, she's just like, what? She was like, <laughs> yeah, she's like, what are you talking about? And like, yeah. she does, you, she does. You she guys just heard the Jesus clip. She was, yeah, she was so real. And she even said, like, do you want like actually want to be with this guy or do you yeah. want to be with like the doll head? You want to so. be with Suzuki. <laughs> yeah, and it's fine if if it would be And fine. especially they're they're like well um do do we know how old the friend is cuz Lacey is 24. No, I'm guessing around the same age. Give give she, or take 24, look older, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't look like significantly older or younger. So let's just say they're the same they're age, 24. 24. They're mid 20s. And that's the age where, like, mm, I don't know Figuring how to explain out it. what you like sexually. Not, not even that, but like, um, you're thinking about settling down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, either you know, you're thinking about who am I going to end up? Am I going to end up with someone? Yeah, that's like the age I feel. Not for me because I'm weird, but I feel like for <laughs> most women, that's the age where like you start to settle down and you're like with somebody that you want to be with. And this girl's engaged at 24, which is really like rare. I feel. Um, and her friends probably like, what the fuck? Like you have a man that's like wanting to be with you and you're sniffing a doll head. All my friends got married at like 25. Yeah. My close friends that I still have. Crazy. Not all my friends, but the close friends that I have right now. Or That's earlier. crazy. Yeah. I I wouldn't call these people friends, but I would say like acquaintances or like people I went to high school with. I know sure. who've gotten oh, young, yeah. like, gotten married really young. I do too. For but me, I, I think that's well. insane. Like live your life. That's just my opinion. I, I, I hear you. I wouldn't have been get ready to get married then, but I guess they were. I you know, everybody different strokes for different folks. Like there's a lot of different circumstances too, because like they're amazing people. I don't but I don't necessarily feel like they had to deal with some of the stuff that I had to deal with and also like different types of relationships, different like uh, you know, money situations. Like there's there's a lot of different factors. So anyway, um yeah, I guess the bottom line of that scene is that again with the developmental delay of it all um 
Her friend was actually um, really nice to her. And at one point, um, she tells her, she's like, listen, like, if you feel that you can't stop, then you should go get help because this just isn't normal. Yeah. And it's the, the, and the therapist says it later. She's like, the, the way you know it's harmful is that it's inter- it's interfering with her personal life, obviously, not just with her mom and her best friend, but even in the bedroom, it's interfering. So regardless of whether it's an addictive substance or not, it's maladaptive because it's getting in the way of you living, quote unquote, a normal life or a life that you, you seek. So I feel like it's a big fear thing, you know. Um, she's probably scared by marriage, and and she's always dependent on this doll head. It's her, she has a very external coping mechanism with this doll, so she needs to learn other coping mechanisms. Essentially, is what I take from it. Um, speaking of coping, um, the next clip we have of her is her with a therapist, and like I said before, this therapist, as far as we see, doesn't go in at all into where this behavior came from, why this doll is so important, what the this whole smell of it is the whole. All, all I, she does, all I she could does, be a better therapist than this chick. Well, all she does <laughs> is give her a what I what is um applied behavioral analysis, behavioral therapy tips which has nothing to do with feelings. It's got nothing to do with anything that isn't observable. It's all about observable behavior. So she's teaching her how to shape her behavior. Okay, you know, hold the doll a little less, maybe keep it in your purse, you know, touch it every four minutes, touch it every 10, then touch it every 10 minutes, then touch it every, that's like classic behavioral therapy, which is part of what I do. I also do cognitive therapy, but cognitive behavioral, but this purely behavioral, she doesn't, she does not show any interest in what the emotional link is, which is what leads me to think, okay, she may get rid of this habit, but she's still going to have whatever feelings are underlying. So, and then she does say, you know, you'll start feeling what it's like to go without the doll. But I think she just meant like, you'll start to be able to deal with it. She didn't mean like explore your feelings. I don't know. She did half of a good job is my opinion. She did one thing right, but she missed like the other thing that's like fucking critical. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, this is, you know, it was a while ago. I think this was like 2011. Okay, here we go. Last clip. Last clip from the clip queen. To help her stop. My mom and Shantia kind of opened my eyes a little bit about my addiction. I just want to get to that point where I don't need the doll anymore. I brought a guest for you today. Okay. Um, her name is Susie Q. Susie Q. And I kind of sort of have this thing where I take her everywhere, like I have to smell her. It's caused me to strain a relationship with my fiance. My mom has a problem with it. My best friend Shanti has a problem with it. So they, they're worried or they don't like the doll? They don't Not like at the doll. all. Are you worried? Um, I, I am kind of worried. And I do feel like I'm getting a little too old to be carrying around a doll. I think the greatest harm an addiction like this can cause is getting in the way of her interpersonal relationships, and you can see that it's already starting to happen. It's like I can't help it, and sometimes I just don't care. I'm like, this out in public. What do you imagine that would be like if that feeling of I need could come up and you're still going to reach for her, but you just hold it. And I'll just stop. You just um, stop for, for a breath, and then maybe after a couple months it could actually be a whole minute before you touch her. Right. And the more you can open that space up, the more you'll start to discover what what are those feelings that come up for you. The 
more you can understand what's going on within you, the more choices you can make in your life. Because right now it sounds like you've got one choice. I do feel like the therapist helped me realize that I, I am feeling kind of trapped. I want to feel free. Maybe I can stop this addiction. Maybe even sooner than I think. So then we learned she's cut back on smelling the doll. I'm head. sorry, the black screen just like killed me here. Lacey oh, is cut yeah. back on smelling the doll. <laughs> What's the second one? She pl she plans to return. She to plans therapy. to return to therapy. It's um, very passive language. We don't know really what happened. I um, feel like that therapist was a little too easy on her. Yes, yeah, she was very like well, telling her, her like, in a, a month overview. to go for a minute i would be I agree. like i agree a i'd be like woman, go for a day without the yeah, doll a grown woman can and then tell much, me how you feel much bigger than that i agree with you especially one that's so able to express herself and say i want to change if she wants to change give her a challenge yeah you just said a grown woman like i said if this was if this was like a little kid yeah, then you'd have yeah, to start. Yeah, no, I, then I, so I agree with you. She's 24 years old. Yeah, and um, also this therapist, I did like that she said, think about what comes up for you, but she didn't explain what that meant. I know what that means because I've been through shitload of trauma therapy. It means think about what you're avoiding feeling by sniffing this doll. Think about what's hurting you and what you're trying to protect yourself from. And then mm -hmm. deal with it in therapy or with your friend, however you want to deal with it. You know, she didn't explain that, though. God, God I hope she did behind the scenes, but who knows? Um, you can't just use jargon and like basic phrases that, you know, because you went to school, you have to explain what the fuck they mean again. So first she treats her like a child and then she treats her like a therapist. So mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just imbalanced. Um, God. Yeah. Final thoughts, Justine. <laughs> My final thoughts um, on the entire episode. Either. Um, okay. Well, my final thoughts on Shannon were that I hope that she's still alive. When did this air? Um, I think a lot, 2011. Oh, okay. So it's older. So, okay. So Shannon's probably like around okay. my age Shannon, then. Shannon, right? my strange addiction. Um, I'm definitely going to look up updates, especially that she lives um, in the same province as me. Uh, I really hope she's still alive. I mean, uh, obviously gasoline addiction, it's super fucked up. Well, that's obviously the premise of the show, but um, that's fucked up. And uh, I hope she's doing okay. Lacey, I want to know, like, I wish that we got to see her man. Like, I wish we got to see, like, what he had to say about her smelling the doll, like, when they had sex. And I know. He, he was like, hell no, I'm not being on the show. So this yeah. was 2012, and I cannot find, unfortunately, I cannot find a an update. So. She just fell off the map. Eh? I mean, that might be good. Like, She's I just hope she's dead? still like alive and thriving and doing okay do, because I, um yeah, I hope she got help with her depression because that's a really deep hole to be sunk in. I get it. Yeah, that's fucked up. Like I said, I just wish that uh Lacey's man was on the show. I would have fucking loved to hear Agreed. from him. I mean, her like you said, like her addiction isn't hurt any hurting anybody except for her her own. Herself. Yeah. Her own uh, psychological state, right? Her so, own life, yeah. And those around her, I guess. 
Is this um, Michael Scott? Well, I was wondering if you wanted to hang with me for the closing song. Obviously. Okay. Are you ready? I'm, I was okay. born ready, girl. All right. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. I love you. Thank you for not being mad at me for being inconsistent lately. There's been a lot of shit going on. It's not your problem. I love you. I live for this podcast, for both of our podcasts. I am so thrilled that you guys listen. So please keep listening. Um, rate, review, subscribe if you haven't. I am sending out four packages of merch tomorrow. Um, and those are going to people who have left reviews, kind reviews on either And What Did We Learn or Coast to Coast Cocktails. And those people direct messaged me and let me know. So you could be that person. <laughs> I'll send you free merch and I'll shout you out like from the fucking rooftops. Okay. Thank you, everybody, so much. Goodbye. And listen to my podcast. Did I make that up? If you're a Jersey Shore fan. Please do listen There's to Justine's podcast. I love this song so much. Me too. My Strange Addiction. Is that what this is? Yeah, yeah you know I love it. this song. What else? <laughs> cool. To be talking to you, Peladona. Should have taken a break, not an extra comedy. Did you just see there's a doll head in this video? Is this about the show? I missed that because I was too busy looking at Billy. She's one of my girl crushes. Watch this. Cool. To be talking to you, Belladonna. Should have taken a break, not an extra comedy. But I want when I want it. And I want Bad, bad news. One of us is gonna lose. I'm the powder, you're the fuse. Just add some friction. And it burns like a gin and I like it Put your lips on my skin and you might ignite it Hurts but I know how to hide it Kinda like it Bad, bad news One of us is gonna lose I'm the powder, you're the fuse Just add some friction
Did you like it? Did you like that? Uh, which part? God damn it, Holly. I love that song so much. Me I love too. Billie Eilish. I do too, babe. I wore a Billie Eilish shirt the other night. I know. Thank <laughs> I you, everybody. If you listened to all of that, thank you again for listening. And once again, please listen to Did I Make That Up? And you can get merch for that too, baby. I got it. I got, I'm merch. You're capital. a fan of Jersey Shore and or Floribama Shore. You'll, or Justine. You'll like my podcast. And also listen to Cusco's Cocktails. Yeah, baby. And um, we... we're going to have a request lineup soon where not only do because our whole podcast is requesting things for each other, but you guys can request things for us. Absolutely. Soon, so. And you can come on if you want. And I'm we, so I'm so excited for that. So Yes. We are announcing we are gonna be announcing a Coast to Coast Cocktails pod sorry, Coast to Coast Cocktails Patreon in June. And please look forward to that. Um and guess who's gonna be helping us with that and creating bonus content? Matilda. If you listen to this show, you know Matilda. She comes from the land from down under. They're such a great guest and a great host. Just a great goddamn person. So, oh, and our first bonus episode for the Patreon of Coast to Coast Cocktails launching in June is actually going to be Matilda, um, their best friend Pat, and myself covering the movie Heathers and also talking heavily about the musical Heathers. And that's going to be the first full episode available on Patreon. It will probably be at least three hours long. And me talking to two Australians about Heathers, I don't know what else you want. It will be very clip heavy uh, and well edited. So if you are interested in that, stay tuned. We're going to let, I'm going to let you know when that Patreon drops and you can come on, sign up, baby, because we just want to, we just want to build this following because we love you all so much and we just want to keep creating and have people to create for. So we love you. 